0: Track continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. A recent study led by a doctor at Harvard Medical School explored whether computers can replace physicians in diagnosing illness. Here with the story InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Medical errors rank behind heart disease and cancer as the third leading cause of death in the U.S. Experts say more than 250,000 Americans die each year from medical errors. So would taking the human equation out of it, being diagnosed by computers instead, save lives? We're joined by Ativ Marotra, M.D., an associate professor of healthcare care policy at Harvard Medical School. And he recently led a study that examined how human physicians stack up against virtual ones. So did you get a very clear result? in your study? Which doctor is more effective?
1: Yes, I think for all my physician colleagues out there, reassuring news that at least in 2016, it appears that physicians are much better than at least one type of computers that we tested in terms of making an accurate diagnosis.
0: What is the typical error rate for a human doctor in recognizing just common diseases?
1: Some recent work has really highlighted that it's more common than we'd like. The estimates are around 10 to 15% of the time when a patient sees a physician, there's a misdiagnosis.
0: And the error rate for computers presumably then in comparison would be even higher than that.
1: Exactly. We didn't look in this study at using real patients. We took vignettes or cases and we gave them both to the computers and the physicians. And in terms of getting the correct diagnosis, it was much higher among the physicians. We divided up the cases into different groups, how severe they were in terms of how quickly you needed care from low severity things such as conjunctivitis and serious conditions like a heart attack. And similarly, how common the condition was, was it something pretty rare or was it something bread and butter that physicians see a lot. And in terms of the level of severity of the illness, the computers did much relatively better among the lower acuity things as opposed to the more severe or complex conditions.
0: There are some areas of medicine, though, where computers and digital apps are really effective and do save lives, though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that one important aspect of this is that this is just one study here. And computers and computer science is advancing very, very rapidly. And so we might have a very different answer if we were to repeat the study in a couple years or five, ten years down the line in terms of being able to do that really complex pattern recognition that physicians are doing right now when they see a patient. Maybe we will have computers soon that can do that.
0: The old-fashioned thing of a doctor actually examining you hands-on, that's not something a computer could ever actually do, right?
1: No, that's true, and I think that the physical exam part is something that is going to be difficult for the computer to do, though certainly somebody else could do the physical exam and give those results to the computer. And we also, one of the kind of mantras in medicine is that most of the diagnoses are made based on the history of what the patient tells you, and relatively fewer cases is done by the exam and testing.
0: Our guest on InfoTrack is Dr. Ateev Marotra, an associate professor of healthcare policy at Harvard Medical School, and he recently led a study that examined how human physicians stack up against virtual ones. As many people are self-diagnosing on Google and so forth online, Presumably, patients are somewhat open to this sort of thing. Is that an accurate statement?
1: Yeah, I mean, the computer programs that we evaluated are called symptom checkers, which is these websites or apps that people can use to try to figure out what might be going on with them. These are things like WebMD, iTriage, Isabel, and a bunch of others that we looked at. And they are very popular we estimated more than 100 million uses per year by people of these websites or self-diagnosis tools. Obviously our results highlight that they have a high rate of inaccuracy, but I also think it's important to recognize why the public are going to use these tools. Because first, it's that basic question that so many people struggle with on a day-to-day basis, which is, I'm feeling ill, is this something is worth going to the doctor or not? Or should I just stay at home and have chicken soup? And so this can help people figure that out. And in particular, in the circumstance where we're having more and more of the American public have high deductible health plans, this can be a big deal. Going to the doctor, could be $150, $200 per visit. People are pausing. Before they go to the physician.
0: So, what do you think? Do you think the use of these computer diagnostic tools could be a cost saver or add to the cost of our national healthcare system?
1: I don't know if we know the answer to that. It matters how people interpret this information. If they're going to these symptom checkers and choosing, therefore, not to go into the physician's office, it might decrease healthcare spending and decrease how much people have to pay out of pocket. But if it scares them and causes, some people have called it cyberchondria, where they look things up online and get more scared, then it actually could increase costs because people are going to the doctor more than they were before. We just don't know the answer of how these tools are being used. So
0: taking this to its greatest extreme in the future, how would you envision it? Would someone have to actually physically go to a doctor's office and be examined by a human, and then that's entered into the diagnostic tool, whatever that digital tool is? Or is it possible that this could all be done entirely online?
1: You know, one of the criticisms of this work is that we did this, you could call it almost a false, comparison, doctors versus computers. But, you know, in reality, as we think about how computers are being incorporated into our lives, you could see a future where computers are augmenting physicians. And what I mean by that is you go see the physician, the physician types in the electronic health record, what might be going on with you in terms of your symptoms. And on the side there, a support tool comes up and says, well, here are some diagnoses that could be going on. And it's now the combination of the the doctor and computer that gets to the diagnosis as opposed to just the doctor alone. Now, right now, I'll be clear, that is a theoretical idea or something far in the future, but I could see how that in the future is something quite attractive, and if it's done well, then could be very useful for patients.
0: In this rapidly changing technological world, far in the future could be, what, five years down the road, ten years?
1: (laughs) I know. Sometimes you think something far in the future is next month, (laughs) (laughs) so it's hard to know exactly. I mean, I think right now there might be a lot of skepticism among the people who work in the medical world right now because our electronic health records are quite painful. But maybe in the future this is something that could be a very helpful tool.
0: Fascinating topic. Dr. Ativ Marotra, Associate Professor of Healthcare Policy at Harvard Medical School. Thank you very much for joining us on InfoTrack.
1: Thanks so much for your interest.
0: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey.
1: You're listening to InfoTrack, the weekly show
0: with information you should know.